Hello. Well, hello there. Hello. <laughs> what a nerd. Hey, what's up? What's up, Adam? How's your week? That's ah, so good. How are you? I'm good, man. Um, it's funny you didn't really know this, but last week was the we did record an episode, but we recorded it on the wrong podcast. <laughs> what do you What do you mean, recording the wrong podcast? Okay, so the crack cast. Um, so since I have two podcasts, uh, I'm able to log into both of them. Well, at the time, I was logged into Crackcast and I was recording the episode on there. I didn't publish it, obviously, but. When I wanted to do the editing of the audio, I'm like, oh, this looks kind of familiar. And I'm like, oh, I'm on the wrong podcast. <laughs> so I couldn't. <laughs> so we recorded. Uh, dude, I know. That's what I'm saying. It look, worked out, though, honestly, because even though we had good conversation, um, I figured, you know what? This is like a blessing in disguise. Adam's going to be back next week, and we're going to have more to talk about anyway. And plus, we can rehash on the points that we made before. People don't know what we talked about anyway. So, uh, I, th- I think she's uh, currently on her way home, um, so maybe she's on the road right now. But uh, I did send her an invite. She should be coming soon. But we can just kind of get started real quick. Um, but uh, everyone, welcome back to another episode of The Last Hope Radio. I'm so excited to talk about more because I got some ideas to talk about. Adam has returned back, and uh, he's going to talk about his experience with the Deepstone Crip Raid. Woo! I'm excited about that. I actually had a lot of fun with you, by the way, on the last uh, last part. That was actually kind of fun once we got the mechanics going. But welcome, everyone, back to another episode of The Last Hope Radio. So um, real quick before we get started, what I wanted to touch on real quick was uh, something in the TWAB, or should I say specifically in the Destiny Hotfix 3.0.0.4. Um, I'm going to go over that real quick, and then, Adam, you can kind of just dive into uh, your experience with the Deepstone Crypt. Um, is that okay? Yeah. Okay, sweet. All right, hold on. Give me one second, everyone. I just, I'm going to pull this up on my iPad, the hot fix. I just had it, but I figure I'd just do it on my iPad instead. Okay, so I'm just going to run through this real quick. Adam, if you want to just add an addendum to anything, by all means, but I'm just going to read it for the people that, you know, really just want the the details hard and full. Okay, so Mm -hmm. uh, Destiny 2 hot fix 3.0.0.4. So, when, in, in terms of the activities, they fixed an issue where strikes in the Vanguard playlist were incorrectly set to 1,100 power. The Vanguard strikes are now 1,000. I'm sorry. No, no. Whoop, I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I had that right. No, I got that right. Uh, they said they fixed the strikes. They're now uh, 1,050 power. Um, and they said they also fixed an issue where enemies would continue to spawn during certain activities in the Cosmodrome. I think I know what they're talking about. <laughs> they said, note, uh, this should resolve an issue where gaggles of guardians would convene in the divide, all shooting into a cave-like structure. Um, they also fixed an issue where players could skip to the end of the, correct me if I'm wrong with this uh, pronunciation, but uh, Veli's Labyrinth Lost Sector. Um, and then in the Crucible, they fixed an issue where defeat, where the defeat's audio was playing too often. Um, in combat for the weapons part, they fixed an issue where trench barrel was not, was not being removed after firing three shots. When it comes to the rewards, they also fixed an issue where prime attunements were not being applied properly after reaching the soft cap, which is 1200 power. They also fixed an issue where the strange visitors emote from season from 
seasonal of arrivals silver bundle would no longer appear in Raul's inventory to claim. They also updated the world engram weapons reward pool. Um, they did this by removing all legendary weapons that hit their infusion cap at the end of the season. They added all the seven seraph weapons from season of the worthy. They added all the season of the arrivals seasonal and planetary reprisal weapons, and they set weight drop chances so that newer, so so that the newer an item is, the more likely it is to drop. Uh, for the bounties, they reduced the number of bounties required for the new light quest from three to one. They fixed an issue where co- combat drill bounties were requiring elimination defeats. Uh, they will now correctly require clash defeats. Uh, and for the season, the last bit of notes here is said they fixed an issue where players already have seasonal already have seasonal artifact, but the season quest does not progress. They fixed an issue where lure mods were duplicating. They fixed an issue where perk veto mods from the Cryptolith lore were not correctly preventing the excluded perks from rolling onto weapons. Uh, I can see that could be an issue. Uh, They fixed (laughs) an issue where players already have the lore, but the lore quest doesn't progress. So that's everything in the Destiny 2 Hotfix 3.0.0.4. All right, anything else you wanted to add, Adam? Uh, just that holy hell, they had a lot of things wrong. (laughs) Like, I just, there's so many things that keep breaking, and it's just frustrating. Yeah, uh, I've, yeah, you're right. It's funny because, uh, you made this comment, you made this, you made this comment last week or two weeks ago. Every time I would log into Destiny, there's like a warning letting you know there's a bug or something that's like disabled or something disabled. I'm like, oh, it happening. like it just. I don't know. I'm, I'm not either. Either a, I'm not really like feeling the effects, or I don't know, bro. I'm just not really paying attention. Sometimes I just want to play, you know, certain activities, and I just go through it. And then I, I don't know. I'm sure I've experienced some of this stuff in my mind. I either didn't think it was a bug or I didn't pay that much attention. So like now that I'm like, for example, when they were talking about uh, enemies, like keep spawning. I, I immediately thought about the divide on the Cosmodrome in that area where the tank just keeps dropping and dropping. It just doesn't stop. You know, and enemies <laughs> keep spawning. So, um, yeah, there's a lot of bugs. Yeah. But yeah, I want you to talk about your experience in the raid and then maybe I'll add something. But uh, in terms of my experience, but you could just take it away. Go ahead. Uh, so you want me to talk about like the initial like day one or just in general? Uh, you could do both if you want. <laughs> so day one was holy hell. Like, man, it is difficult. Obviously, we did not finish day one. We got we got stuck on a tracks or we like to call them a train. Um, okay. <laughs> We we got all the mechanics figured out and everything, and we were getting it. And we got close a couple times. We got to the final like white mechanic a couple times, like his final little health bar. But uh, we were just I don't know. We were dying. Like that, that was just it. it. Was we were we were not quick enough. We were dying, and we weren't able to get. So, and then eventually we just gave up. We were we were at it for seventeen hours. Jeez, straight. So it was. By the end, it was everyone was tired and it was getting worse and worse. Like it was, we were getting to the point where we were like three or four times in a row, we almost got it, but like something will, like weird would happen or someone would die or we'd lose like a thing, uh, like one of the buffs or whatever. But then, then all of a sudden, it was like 
it just started going downhill quick. And it was, we were just, I think, just too tired. Okay. And we were also just frustrated because we were on that encounter for like 13 hours. Oh, hold on. Give me one second. Well, number one, question number one. Uh, did you change your underwear? Uh, no, I did not. Okay. All right, cool. <laughs> all right. But on a serious <laughs> note, <laughs> on a serious note, uh, for the people that are listening, um, there's most likely going to be a spoiler in here in terms of who the boss is, gonna, who the boss is in this raid. So if you don't want to know, I'm just letting you know ahead of time. Uh, we're going to talk about it, but as soon as it, as soon as it's about to come up, I'll give you guys another spoiler warning. So if you don't want to hear it, we can try to, you know, estimate a quick fast forward time. I don't know. It just depends, but Adam, keep going. Go ahead. Uh, so, yeah. So, I mean, day one was being 20 light levels under was super sweaty. Like, dude, we were getting like one hit or like, just like, just annihilated by things. And it was really, really hard. But then, like, we, as soon as the challenge mode ended, we went back in and we finished it in, like, an hour or two. Like, the whole thing, not just that part. So, like, it was, as soon as we were actually light-enabled and it's at normal light level, it wasn't that difficult. Like, the mechanics, well, so I guess it depends on who you are. To me, the mechanics were not very difficult. I picked up the mechanics quite easily. My problem was I am really bad at dying when I am 20 light levels under. I am not cautious enough. So sometimes I would like push trying to like, you know, finish a dude off with like a shotgun or a sword. And the dude would just like look at me and like be like, it's funny. And just like, <laughs> just like, you just all you have to do is look at me and I die, like type of thing. Like there were so many times where I would like just die. And that was my problem was like, I understood how to do every mechanic in every encounter now. Like, I got it. But it was the the dying that got me specifically. It was like those servitors, man. The fact that they can stomp is kind of funny. But yeah, those things would crush you. Um, or the bosses. Like, because I was uh, one of the guys for in the Atrex encounter. For those that know the raid, I was the in the top room, like in the space station. And I was the scanner, the primary scanner. And so a lot of times, you know, when they would it would appear down to the bottom middle part of the room where like we're around the server and the two bosses, you know, I would have to go down there to, to acquire it. Uh, well, I was a warlock, so I couldn't go invisible or anything, which later we kind of thought about it. It's like, why didn't we have one of our hunters do it? But anyways, uh, okay. and you know, I would be like 30 feet away and the dude would still stomp and I would just die. And it's just like, come on. Like it was kind of annoying. So, frustrating on how easily you could die but again we were 20 light levels below and obviously you know people got through it so you know that was just our struggle obviously other people could get it Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah so that was that was my problem was i was i have to go into the middle like you know not even like oh we'll just wait and kill all the ads like no like the the boss like you know i have to have the scanner before all the servitors are dead so we would try to kill the first server down below and then go get it. But there's still the bosses. And of course, where the scanner dude would like appear would always be right by the like bosses. So I would have to go like near them. Like sometimes we'd get lucky and it wouldn't, but you know, again, it was just that was my struggle. So it was yeah. as soon as the light level was like increased, I could go next to him and he could stomp me and like it wouldn't even take my shield down. I'm like, oh you're funny. Like <laughs> give, me, give me this scanner. Like, let me let me go. <laughs> Revenge is sweet. <laughs> but but yeah, so it was it was night and day compared to uh, light enabled versus being like twenty below. Um, it's I, th- I think it's a very enjoyable raid. I do think it is somewhat mechanically heavy, 
Um, so those for those guardians or whatever that aren't necessarily good at mechanics, they might struggle with it because there are, it's not even like some of the other raids where you could, you know, Hey, I am not going to be doing this. Like there are times where things get deactivated and things are random and you do need to have like an alternate person ready to go. And so yeah. you could get lucky and maybe you're never the one that has to be, you know, you know, called upon to like switch or swap and do the role because of right. it. But, or, you know, like there's, there were some runs that it would be me and my, like my alternate, like every other run, like in Tanix part one or part two, we were deactivated like every single time. Oh, you kind of just, yeah, you kind of just told him. <laughs> oh, for the spoiler. Yeah. Said earlier, there's yeah. some spoiler alerts. Yeah, sorry about that. But I mean, hey, like he's that, that is the boss, by the way. I mean, if you just haven't heard it, but that is the boss. Uh, Tanix is the uh, final boss for the raid, which I was kind of surprised at, but I'm like, whatever. But yeah, go ahead. Um, but yeah, so again, personally, I the mechanics are not do not bother me. It's uh, but I know a lot of people that struggle with like the the fact that you know it's it's random again. It's not like a there's no pattern. There's no like oh all right this happened. I'm gonna go get this. It's like no, you might not get it this time. Maybe it's the other right. guy that gets it. Right. Yeah. No. Really, I, I, so I, may, may I add something? Yeah. I actually think that that's a good idea. Um, I'm like, well, I, I believe that, you know, raids, uh, there's nothing wrong with a mechanic heavy raid. I think as long as everyone has a, the, the option to learn and also that also, uh, well, I think everyone has the, has the uh, option to learn, of course. But I mean, I guess I, I think it's nice that um, we should, um, what's the word I'm looking for, have more flexibility when it comes to completing the mechanics. So it could be tough, but like if something goes wrong, we can still we we're still able to adapt. We're not forced to wipe the entire team because someone made a mistake. Uh, in terms of my experience at the end, um, I'm kind of jumping ahead here. Um, fighting Tanix. Uh, this is this is my first time going into the raid. Adam invited me uh, to the raid, and this is the final encounter. I had no idea what I was doing, so I decided to look up you know a quick YouTube video, uh, just seeing what the mechanics were. I was still kind of lost, but basically I had a good time once I once I you know understood the roles and the roles were actually mechanics and i'm like oh okay so um it didn't really take long for me to understand i was just you know getting it as i got along but uh the what i felt is that it was difficult like in terms of like the mechanics like there's mechanics in there that you know uh you can learn but it was uh there was was, um, there was flexibility there for me i was able to do something else if i wanted to or if someone made a mistake someone can kind of pick up, you know, where someone else left off and kind of adjust. I kind of felt that during like the multiple times that we wiped. I'm like, huh, okay. So if you mess up and plus we actually had, we had that idea going in anyway. So if there was like, uh, not necessarily a mistake, but if someone, if, if there was a mechanic that, that took place and someone had to swap roles, we could, you know, we make that decision going in. But even if there was mistakes that happened, things that were out of our control or just things that, you know, I don't know, something that just happened, uh, I found out that we were able to just make those uh, uh, those changes on the fly. And that felt kind of good. So I wasn't really even, I wasn't frustrated, not once in that encounter. I actually had fun the entire time, even in the mistakes. That's my that's my little two cents, but go ahead. Uh, but yeah, so I mean, again, like overall, I think it's a uh, relatively easy raid uh in terms of so i did not really like garden salvation i thought it was too long uh, i still didn't finish it by the way 
like, it was all right, but I liked it better than um, oh, what was the one on the 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 fourth oh. one, the Leviathan Crown? I hated Crown. Crown of Sorrow. Um, Actually, uh, yeah, I hated yeah. Crown of Sorrows. That I don't, just, bl- mm. I don't, I don't blame you. I don't blame you because. It's, like I said, for me, it was a flexibility thing. So I'm so messed up. I'm like, uh, so we got to wipe now because someone made one mistake. And this was like, from, my, from memory, I think this is like towards the end or even actually in the beginning. Um, uh, it's just, I don't know. Only only beat that raid twice. <laughs> so yeah, I'll put you on that. That's not my favorite either. No, my, was... You know what my least favorite is? Guess what it is. Uh... It's not even Leviathan. Guess what it is. You probably like it. Scourge? Nah, nah, nah. Scourge is fun. Spire? Nah. Is that is that on the Leviathan? The one that's on um well, Dreaming City. The Dreaming City. Oh, raid. Last Wish. No, yeah. Oh, See, so I hate that raid. That was Yeah. I hate that raid. 100%. The beginning I kind of liked it, but it was it it was it didn't really feel like a raid to me. It was very interesting. And I didn't really like I don't know. There were certain encounters that were okay, but the fact that Riven, they left the bug in there because doing Riven the proper way was so tedious and like difficult that no one would do it, to me, makes it seem like there's something wrong with your raid. If no one's willing to do it the proper way, then <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, look, I mean, I'm, I, I don't know. I guess you could say, hey, fix it. We, we want to make sure that, you know, like because it, it doesn't really do your raid justice if you're allowing people to just beat it you know, with the bug, because I'm not really for bugs anyway. Like, I think I had a huge problem with that, like anything cheesing it. But now, like cheesing it was just like how to do the raid now, like at the end. And I'm like, OK, well, everyone jumped down this hole here. I'm like, so we're not going to do it normally, which that was, I mean, I it became the normal way. It literally became yeah. the normal way. Yeah. Cheesing it was the normal way. And I, I'm not a, I just I don't like cheesing raids. I'm like, I want to just do it right. But honestly, I'm, I, I, that is the exception for me because I hated that raid in its entirety. I just didn't like. I didn't enjoy it. There were certain parts I, that I, I was okay with. That was fun, but but anyways, we're going back to this race. So it was. I enjoyed uh, this. I do think it's a little bit better because I know. I think it was a good balance between length because there were some of the raids like Last Wish was one, or even like Garden to me were quite lengthy, and then there were some like Scourge that was like almost like a strike. Like it was like, wait a minute, hmm, hmm. this thing takes like thirty minutes. Like what? Hmm. Um, so I do think it's a pretty good balance where it's it's not going to take you. Well, I mean, again, if you don't know the rate, it might take a while. But once you kind of get used to it, it's not going to be one of those things that's going to take, you know, five, six hours. But it's so right. unless you're absolutely amazing at this raid, it's also not going to be like a 45 minute raid. Like maybe some people can speed run it that quick. Uh, you know, we've gotten fairly good at it. I think I've completed it now like eight or nine times somewhere around there. Yeah. Um, yeah, and you know, we were, we'd still get, you know, every now and then we'd get stuck at a few parts where like, there'd be a time or two where we would one, you know, one attempt, we would finish eight tracks and then like our next run through, it would take us like four or five attempts. Cause we just stupid mistakes or RNG would be weird. And, uh, same thing with like the other encounters. So there were, there was definitely times where it would be, um, we would do it. Everything would go smoothly. And there's other times where things would just happen. But either way, we'd yeah. still finish it in, you know, maybe like two hours. Yeah. So it was, you know, and that would be a long run. Like if we actually had quite a few mistakes, I'd say probably an hour and a half was more of an average one for us. 
So okay. Not like super fast. You know, again, I'm sure people are like, you're slow, but, uh, <laughs> but we felt, you know, it was, it was a fun raid. It was pretty good. Um, I do think it was weird that Tanix was the, the boss. I don't, yeah. I don't quite understand that. Like maybe I need to read more of the lore, but like, I don't know where he even came from. Like he wasn't even on my radar of like still being around. Like probably right. killed him like once, if not twice in like D1. Like what is he still doing back? This man does not die, he bro. It was a nightmare as well. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know. It was just one of those weird things to me. I'm like, I was not expecting it, but it was also not like, I don't know. I, got, I wasn't happy, but I wasn't upset. It was just kind of like, a, oh, okay. Like, I guess. <laughs> Right. Yeah, I had, I had a similar feeling. I just like I wasn't expecting it. Like I said, prior to you inviting me, I had no idea what the rate boss was going to be. I was going to look it up eventually, but uh, before you, but you know, prior you, prior to you inviting me, I had no idea what was going to happen and how I'm feeling about the whole thing. Like just Tanex being the boss, I I, I really don't care. I you know, I, it's a good it's a good it's a good fight. Uh, it confused me, I guess, why he <laughs> was like you know the boss, I guess. But yeah. That's uh, it to me. Yeah. It's, it's now that I have an issue with it, I just like uh, everything else that was going on, it kind of hinted towards it was going towards um, some sort of exo or some sort of like uh, AI type of thing. And we get, I mean, I guess maybe he's like an, he's part machine. Like, you know, he's, he's like his torso like attached to a freaking like server, like a giant like servitor looking thing. Uh, yeah. But, but I don't know. Again, it was just it was just not what I was expecting. It was not again not necessarily a bad thing. It was just I was very when when I heard it was tags or we saw that I'm like what. <laughs> so wait, qu- question: Did you? I, I don't. You said a tra- a tracks. Is that an actual boss as well? Or yeah. No? So a tracks. Uh, I don't know exactly who he is. He is, I think, like another high up fallen that was like sent to the Europa or whatever to try to like help get things ready or something. I don't know. He, but he was like one of the dudes there. There was, there was a couple of people like, I'd never heard of any of these dudes before except Tanix. Um, so I don't know if in the lore they're like, they exist. And I just didn't know about it or if it's like a completely new character. <clears throat> um, but okay. yeah, but it's a, uh, he's the second encounter like boss. Like the first encounter you you basically have to destroy fuses to like disarm like the security system to even like enter this thing. Um, mm-hmm. It reminds me a little bit of the uh, bath encounter on Leviathan um, ish. It's a little mm-hmm. more technical than okay. that. Like it's it's a little more complex, I think. Um, but in terms of it's like you know the once you're doing damage, you're damaging these like just inanimate objects that but then the difference is you don't just shoot all of them there's a specific order you have to shoot them in so it's like and it, it's random so you have a person basically who has like a the scanner thing down below or whatever is calling out like oh like, you know it's gonna be this one and okay you killed that one okay now it's this one so just, you know right. that was one of the things we did not realize at first we had got to that a couple times but we just start shooting things, like all of them and it's like you know we wipe like it's an instant wipe yeah so we, then you will blow up yeah it will blow up um, <laughs> so so the first one is relatively easy. We've gotten it down. I think we've gotten maybe one phase at once. We're usually good at two phasing it. One phasing is really difficult because you have to be like really quick. Um, okay. But yeah, so I mean, that was that. And so then there's the second encounter is 
a boss where you're killing Atrax. And then the third encounter, you know, Tanix is there, but you're not actually doing damage to him. You're like disabling the like nuclear failsafe or whatever the hell like um, mm-hmm. thing. So that way it doesn't like blow up. Um, and then, and then, so then, so there's two actual bosses, the second and the fourth encounter. The first and the like third are kind of like disarming things. Um, but again, I do think it's a relatively decent raid in terms of length and in terms of mechanics. I do like the fact that they, and this is not the first raid they've done this, where they like introduce a mechanic like early on and like mm-hmm. relatively basic, and then they like expand upon it like with like each encounter. So it's like you, know, you see yeah. it, and then you kind of like expound upon it, and then you see it like you know another one, and so you kind of have an idea of what is going on. Um, yeah, yeah. So it was like fun. Yeah, there's basically a scanner, an operator, and a suppressor, but the suppressor doesn't come until the third and fourth encounter. So you kind of have a pretty good idea of what the operator and the scanner does when you get that, and so that way it's not like too overwhelming. Right. No, I like that. Yeah, I think that's a great way to introduce mechanics into like a like that's a good build up to have. It's very it's very nice. I like it. Anything else you want to add before we kind of about swap? the raid? Um, so I got Eyes of Tomorrow already. Uh, my clan and my raid team was kind of pissed off. Um, I was the one that got it because then I got it on my third attempt. And what is that exactly? It's the uh, exotic rocket launcher from the raid. Oh, ba- oh yeah, I've seen that in action. Oh so my God, I, I'm the incredible. only one in my group that I and I've I've actually raided with more than six people. There's been you know we've swapped some people out. So I probably because I have technically have seven carries Sherpas through this thing because I've helped right. seven people now who haven't done it. Aside from big dog, um, but but yeah, I've been of all the the runs that I've done with all the different people, I'm the only one that's gotten it so far, and it was on my third attempt. Oh shoot! Ooh, excuse me. Oh, I'm so sorry, but no, that's what's up. Actually, I I forgot all about that rocket. But Paul sent me a video on that in PvP. I'm like Gallahorn has nothing on that. Oh my! Yeah, goodness. I haven't used it yet in PvP because I haven't really done a whole lot in PvP. I've been working on trying to unlock all the other aspects and fragments and other quests and things. Um, Dude, there's so there's so yeah, much. Yeah, that's do. what I'm saying. So I haven't really gone into PvP because I'm like I want to try to knock this other stuff out of the way first. So that way I can just, you know, to me, this is not the fun part of Destiny. I hate just grinding to like unlock stuff and like to level stuff. I want to get it out of the way. So that way I can be like, you know what? I don't feel like doing Gambit the rest of the season. I don't need to worry about doing Gambit because there's actually quests that you have to do Gambit and certain things that you have to do. So Mm -hmm. I'm just trying to get all that out of the way. Yeah, no, I have a I have a whole bunch that I'm doing as well. Like, because I, I, I stopped playing PvP for that reason. I'm like, oh, okay, uh, what's this from Barracks now? What's this from EXO? What? Yeah, I'm with so, you. But yeah, okay. so I haven't really tried it in uh, PvP yet, but I have heard it is pretty amazing. Uh, okay, but yeah, I think the only loot I got from the raid uh, was the sword. That's which, unfortunate. It's not an ex. It's it's not ex. <laughs> <laughs> so I have not gotten the LMG yet, which I really want because I heard it's like Hammerhead, um, same RPMs. It's very stable, like Hammerhead. The shotgun, I mean, mm. so depending on your role, but the shotgun is awesome, and so is the sniper. Um, the shotgun's a slug shotgun. So I know you like slugs. Yeah. Well, to be fair, I I came in. Uh, oh, give me. <laughs> to be fair, uh, I sent. 
Um, I mean, are you? I only uh, did the, uh, the 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 raid on the last encounter, so I mean, I was just grateful. No, whatever. Yeah. Say, like the, some of the other weapons are actually pretty good. Like the sword is like, man. Eh. I believe it. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was a light. It looks like a lightsaber. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like, cool looking, you know, but I mean, the problem up, is with now there's lament as well and on guillotine. Like, I don't know what they're going to use that. I like, know. it's like, I know. I mean, again, that's the problem with oh, some God. of these archetypes. We've talked about this before. When there is one weapon in like an archetype of weapons, whether it's swords or hand cans or pulses, whatever, but when one of them outshines all the rest, like, why would you ever use any of the others? And that's what I feel like this, where it's like, yeah, it's a cool looking sword, but like, why, why would I ever use this over fallen guillotine or, or my lament? Right, right. No, that makes sense. I mean, unless you want to use another weapon. Sure. I mean, yeah, yeah you can, obvious, you know, just you want to have fun. Yeah. You don't want to use the, the meta anymore. But if you're trying to do specific events where like DPS or time is a factor, um, you know, that just. You know, again, unless you maybe just do an ad clear, like that's just not going to be a viable replacement. No, I, I hear you. No, that makes a lot of sense. But uh, speaking of exotics, we're going to talk about that uh, in the next segment here. But um, before we start up again, you're going to hear a word from our sponsor, Anchor, and we'll be right back. Welcome back. Mm-hmm. Um, Chob should be with us shortly. She just sent me a message um, to send her a link to the uh, to the podcast. She should be coming in pretty soon i'll i'll send another one just to make sure that she got it i'll send it to multiple locations let me see just to make sure that she gets it but we're going to be talking about uh the new exotic so far so um i know you could get an exotic from the raid i didn't actually look into that yet um but the two new exotics that i know that are available though that can be available or more easily accessible to everyone is the um uh oh there she go hey what's up michaela can you hear me i can hear you now okay okay i'm sorry i'm late (laughs) it's okay it's 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 not a big deal it's okay well welcome back uh so, so we were just talking about exotics real quick just uh the uh the new ones that are available now so the two ones that oh, I, know- the I don't have yeah those yeah i don't i don't have i don't <laughs> i don't have those <laughs> i don't have right but i do have lament okay so yeah i i don't yeah i don't have lament or plow strike but uh real quick just for the people that are listening um uh the the cloud strike, for example uh that's an exotic sniper rifle you could get that in the weekly empire hunts um uh, real quick, um, I love the fact that it's not it's not considered a heavy weapon like the Whisper of the Worm or the Darcy sniper rifle. So that's yeah, that's you a, gotta make a clap. <laughs> gotta make a <it> clap. <laughs> <laughs> it's a huge plus. Um, I've I've seen this. Have you guys seen this in PvP? Before I go into like how you get it in the perks, but have you guys seen this in action no. in PvP? Oh my gosh, Adam, it is so cool. I mean, I'm gonna I don't snipe in PvP, but I'm gonna start sniping when I I'm telling you. It is so dangerous. Don't I? I, I people are going to complain. I'm sure they already have already. But oh my gosh, it is so beautiful. Ninja, make it clap. I'm. <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> I'm assuming. I'm assuming you haven't seen it either in PvP chops. I've seen part of it. Okay, so, I think it's pretty badass. Pretty awesome. <sighs> okay, so uh, how to get it? Okay, so like I said, you get it in the weekly empire hunts. 
so basically, if you, you need, but you need to unlock the weekly Empire Hunt activities anyway from Varric. So the Empire Hunts, if you don't know this, uh, the Empire Hunts are a new activity introduced in Beyond Light, obviously. Uh, to unlock them, you need to uh, complete the mission. What's up? I said Avi. Avi. Avi, right, exactly. Uh, you need to complete the majority of uh, Beyond Light's story campaign to access the quest line from Varix and the Extra Stranger who could be found on Europa, of course. Uh, once you completed the quest, quote, A Hard Rain Falls uh, from the Extra Stranger, as well as Varric's quest, you'll be able to take a new take on new sabotages from Varix. Namely, and these are like the, uh, the quests that you can get from him. Um, Namely, the uh, uh, European Explorer 1 and European European Explorer 2. I can't even... European? (laughs) Oh, wow. I'm tripping. Wow, bro. (laughs) It's it's European. It's like European... Oh, I, I, I thought it was, that's how he said it at first. Um, no, not... Yeah, you're open. <laughs> um, and, and for those you're of, open? for those of you guys, <laughs> shut up, Chops. <laughs> for those of you guys that don't know, like what we're talking about, these are the quest lines you get from the sabotage box from Varix. Um, they they're like the the how they look. They're the the logo on the quest. Green. They're they're locks. Green and gold or low? Yeah. No, they're they're locks. Yeah, they're they're uh, the uh, they're low. Yes. You gotta unlock the first two, like, or the first, whatever. You gotta unlock a certain amount in order, in order to unlock the one with the lock, which I already have two unlocked. No, and I need to go do them. No, no, all I'm just saying is, like, a visual representation. Like, I've, you, these are, like, you do have to unlock certain, like, uh, uh, steps to get to the next, like, level of the quest or whatever. But in terms of how you, the, the, in terms of the kind of question you need to visually like look for and see, it actually has a visual lock on it. That's the one. That, Literally. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, once you do that, uh, I'm just, I'm just kind of speeding up here, but once you do that, uh, you'll be able to complete, like it, you'll be, you'll be, uh, you'll be able to complete the, uh, the, the empire hunt as like a mission on Europa. And you can just keep doing that over and over. And it's the same format as like a, as a, uh, as a, as a, um, What's it, what do you call it? Nightfall? Um, and uh, you could just do it over and over and over again. From what I understand from my source, from the source I got it from, uh, you could drop from any difficulty and you can actually uh, just, you're probably best off doing the easiest difficulty and just speed running through it. And you'll get it from completing the mission at some point, not from the boss, just from completing the mission itself, uh, the Empire Hunt. Um, but I'll go over the perks real quick. Uh, the, only, the only perks that really matter for real are the Stormbringer, which is rapid precision, hits a lightning storm at the point of impact, and then mortal uh, polarity, which means if precision hits and final blows create lightning. Those are the only two that really matter for real. The other ones are like fluted barrel, alloy magazine, hand laid stock, you know, re- fast reload, increased ability, you know, handling speed, more stability, stuff like that, which is nice. And I've seen some gameplay, really nice. Um, but but enough. I'm excited to use that. Like a, 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 I'm really pumped for this one. Uh, well, for both of these, honestly. And the other one, Lament, which is the one I know Adam has. Do you have this one yet, uh, Chops? No, I have the Adore. That's it. But it's not even an exotic. Okay. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, that's, oh, that's just right. <laughs> the, uh, 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 the Adore. Uh, that's one of my favorite, uh, you know, weapons for now. I actually really enjoy that uh, sniper it's, rifle. It's... I don't know. I there's nothing like my. I don't know what it is, dude. I can't snipe with nothing else but my tranquility. Is that the one you get from Gambit? No. Uh, no tranquility is from 
Yeah, the moon. Oh, from Eris. That... From Eris Bones. I mean, Eris Morn. He said Moe's. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, no, I, I've seen you use that in PvP when you would stream, like, on Discord or something. I, I mean, you sniped pretty good. I thought it was pretty cool. Uh, but... Oh, <clears throat> oh, excuse me. I'm so sorry. But for the <laughs> Lament uh, Exotic Sword, I'm excited to get this as well. This is also a quest exotic. Uh, so, uh, it, I'll... I'll uh, <laughs> In order to get it, there's eleven. So there's eleven steps to get this one. I'm gonna be really brief about how to oh, get them. Lord. So the first step, you speak to Banshee. The second step, you scan three dead exos on Europa, and these locations are the Cadmus Ridge, Eventide Ruins, Asterion Abyss, Well of Infinitude, Bray Exo Science, and Creation Dead. Those are the locations you can scan, or you need to scan the dead exos. The third step. You need to locate the giant exo hidden in the exo facility. The fourth step, you need to defeat 100 vex with swords and defeat 20 minotaurs and hydra or cyclops with sword final blows all on Europa. The fifth step, you need to complete an exo challenge. I don't know what that is. I'm just going through the steps briefly. Number six, you need to defeat vex with finishers with powerful enemies. So counting which one is this? Lament or the? Lament. Okay. The sword. Yes. Okay. Once you're done with it, I'll kind of explain it. That's fine. Uh, and number six, uh, you defeat Vex with finishers with a powerful with powerful enemies, counting for more uh, points. Uh, step number seven, you access the Glassway Strike and locate the blade pieces within. And number eight, you speak to Banshee in the Tower again. Number nine, you search Eventide Ruins uh, for an abandoned bunker. And number ten, you complete the mission quote reforging the past and then at the end you speak to banshee and you get the you get the lament sword did you want to go on specifics go ahead how to, uh, with the quest the exo challenge thing is like a it's, so there's a little like thing uh, you can start it i think you can um it's like a little like a mini mission thing and i'm trying to describe like how it was it reminds me of almost like some of the uh things that were on like adventures that were on Mars? No, Mercury. The like the, the mm. heroic. I think they're like the heroic or the or maybe the hard like adventures. I know you're talking about. Yeah, when you're on Mercury, you have a you have an option to do a harder a heroic adventure, if you will. They kind of remind me of that a little bit. That or the the ascendant realms on the Dreaming City, kind of like where you go in. It's like they're not very long. Yeah. Um, and they're kind of like that, or and it, and it rotates, so it's like different. I don't know if it's weekly or daily, but it definitely rotates. Okay, okay, good to know. All right, um, guys, what's up? Have y'all been to the tower? Yeah, not recently. I'm in the I tower. Okay, when you do, I want you to go to the second level, normally where Iron Banner situates themselves, and look at the tower. If you pay attention, there's like scaffold builds. Like they're rebuilding the tower. Mm-hmm. I think I saw this. Like, uh, uh, unless this is new, right? Is this like new? Yeah, they they've been adding more and more like scaffolding and things. I don't know if it's each week or if just the people just now noticed it after the season started. But yeah, I yeah. saw stuff online too saying that they're rebuilding the tower. Like it's really slowly. Cool. Maybe they're forming or something. I don't know. Because someone will finally take the role of a hunter vanguard. I'm not. It's even gonna ready. be crow baby. <laughs> but guys the reminiscing when we go back into the tower if they do fix it like ah! and then, oh, you like, be like did I mean, you miss me 
Dude, you should have seen me when I saw him for the first time when I did the, my first little hunt. I was like, son of a beep. You mother beep. Ah, oh, man. He <laughs> you killed my kid. <laughs> now, Riven killed the I mean, yeah, but by Riven's influence, right, with the darkness and all that. Yeah, but still, like, it was by his hand. Oh, give me one second. Hold on. Oh, okay, so I just got... No, no, no. Sorry. You. I sidetracked no, 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 you. No, okay. I, I'm, I'm on Destiny as well, and I just got kicked. I just went to orbit for no reason. Um, But before we continue on further, I want to just real quick talk about the perks of the Lament real quick. Um, The only two perks that are, like, really important are the Rev Consumption perk, and that's uh, damaging a combatant heals the wielder, heals the wielder, and the second one is called Banshee's Whale. You hold guard to rev the blade, and increase damage, shield bypass, and add shield piercing like anti barrier to all attacks. Uh, you gain you gain stacks when dealing damage with revved attacks, and additional stacks increase the damage and damage resistance of heavy attacks. So, like from what I read here, oh, um, it's thirty. Say it again. It's so dirty. Oh yeah, no, I've seen it in action. It's uh, <laughs> it, it it wrecks house. Like when I do nightfalls or anything like that, the nightmares are a joke. Yeah, they're 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 just you a mean joke. The but champions? Can... Yeah, the champions. I'm sorry. Yeah, the champions. They, you know what I mean. If they even rock, like <laughs> they just get destroyed easily. Well, you could talk about you know your experience with the sword if you got it, Adam. The so Have even y'all... like so eight tracks is where it's really noticeable. Um, like and I don't so I swear there's a glitch and I don't know what it is, but so in eight tracks, there's basically you kind of wait until like three people get together once you're like about to damage him, but you like it's there's multiple mini damage phases. So there's like once you start doing it, there's like a, a four. So it goes one up, one down, one up, one down, and then it kind of uh there's, you know, time in between and you have to kill a bunch of things and this and that. And then it kind of comes up again. It goes one up, one down, one up, one down. Well, in like, again, when we were 20 levels below, it took us like, so the like three, I think different phases. Basically, it was almost to the point where they're like, enrage is near. And, you know, like, we we're like barely getting it. Now, yeah. <laughs> we can usually either one phase it or maybe we missed a little bit of damage and we can... You know, it takes one full phase up top and then the initial, like, part one of four in phase two to get him down to, like, the final stand thing with the threat, mm-hmm. with, the, with the lament. Like, it, and so the, the glitch is, so you do a chunk of damage, but you do, like, so much damage in the beginning. It actually gives him health back. And so I don't know yeah. why, but, like, if you watch, like, the health bar, there's times where, like, one little phase we would do like about 30 to 40% of his health bar and it would like put it back. So we only do like 25% or something. Dang. (laughs) And so I don't know like why, if if there's like, if it's just like a visual glitch and you know, we're only doing that much damage to begin with. But even in day one, I was watching it and watching some of the other streamers and it was happening to them too. So I don't know why like that is, but yeah, like we there was like ridiculous at how much damage like a team of uh, laments could do with that. I don't think that's a glitch. I think that's something that they purposefully put in there. That like for example, health back. Well, the what now? It, that it gives health back. Yeah, because uh, I think that's I think that's on purpose to prevent people from like melting well, people quick. Because I, I thought, but the problem is 
it did it no matter how much damage you do. So say you only do like ten percent of his health bar, it still might give a cut like a little bit back. So maybe it only you only do like five percent. Oh really? Yeah, like it's weird. Like it will like always give a little Perfect. bit of health back. The only time, but it's it's a much larger chunk the more damage you do. Wow. You know, because initially I thought it was a uh, you could only do so much damage per like thing, and it caps you at like you know say twenty percent damage. But that's not the case because we have definitely done you know different amounts, and no matter if we do a small amount or a large amount, it still gives health back. Um, and oh wow! It's and we have. Again, we have, we've won phases, so we've been able to do like over twenty five percent damage per like attack. It's yeah. it's insane in how much that does. But yeah, the main the way you want to do it is almost like if you uh, if you remember Fallen Guillotine, where like the strat was you do like one RT and then you do like uh, the L or R B R B like a couple times, you get Whirlwind Blade going. Yeah. Oh, yes. I saw it. I know what you're talking so you, about. Yeah. Two small attacks first, and then the big one, because then it's. I think it's each time the blade connects, it counts. So if you do two small attacks, you might even get between six and nine, like the uh, wailing banshee times like nine, and then you do a big attack, and man, does it do massive damage. Yeah. No. You're. You're. It's actually uh, interesting. You brought that up. I, I looked it up, and someone basically said the last perk of the uh, lament is a bit com like quote unquote complex but i guess but basically like you said you just hold down the guard and they do a bunch of light attacks to increase you know the banshee's well stack and then you follow it up with a heavy attack and then it even brought up like what it looks like on a controller so if you got like xbox or playstation it's like lt l2 and then rb so for xbox you hold lt for block and then the light attack uh rb and then you do uh rt i guess and then more enemies you hit or defeat with the light attack, you know, which is the light attack RB uh, for Xbox, the more stacks you get, which increases, like you said, the heavy attack, which is really cool. So I'm excited to get it. I just didn't feel like scanning the dead bodies on Exa on the, <laughs> Europa yet. I'm just like doing other it's stuff. It's pretty, pretty quick to get. Okay. Oh, so oh, what, what were you going to say, Chops, before he started talking about the sword? Oh, Oh yeah, no. I was gonna say something about have y'all touched base on the uh, hackers oh, no, part. Just, well, I'm glad you brought it up. Well, means, hackers part. Yes. So there are some information. Uh, they called it the securing the entrance. So um, our security team has been working on a variety of projects to sharpen our tools for detection. In the coming weeks, we'll be rolling out a new security measure for newly created accounts on PC. Our hope is that this uh, deters uh, some players from the correspondent. Uh, sorry. <laughs> deter, deter, deter. Deters. My apologies. Did I mention that English is not my first language? <laughs> Uh, Euro- European, European, uh, you know, whatever. European. <laughs> European, European. European. There you go. <laughs> man, I feel like I gotta go back to school, man. <laughs> so, for a quick explanation of what's coming, our friends for the security team will be <laughs> taking the stage. Dear, <laughs> will be taking the stage to walk you through the process of SMS verification. What is SMS verification, you may ask? Bunchy is implementing a quick account validation step for free-to-play players who want to access our high-stakes PvP modes in Destiny. 
2 on PC. Free-to-play accounts, PC only, will need to link and verify a cell phone number to their accounts via Bungie.net before being able to access those activities. So that's pretty yeah. interesting. I think that's great. Yeah, I think that's I think that's great. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm just tired of these hackers. I mean, I in my Discord channel, uh, true story shared a small clip where we had this guy using a blue weapon uh auto rifle by the way who was literally sniping us with it freaking hackers i'm telling you wayne did i send you that clip i think i did the one where i was playing this was uh right before the new season in trials where people were teleporting titans were teleporting around the map and like going invisible and teleporting, and we're just like, what in the actual fuck is going on? No, I didn't know anything about that. I- <laughs> no, it was in trial. The funny thing is, I think that was our flawless game, or maybe our sixth win, and we lost it, obviously. Oh. Um, but no, there were three Thunder Crash Titans, and they were literally glitching around. And I have clips of it where I'm just walking, like, spawn just started. You know, we just started, and I'm just like, you know, we're running up. No indication of a supercast in either audio or visual on the bottom left-hand corner. We don't see them flying through the air. Just out of nowhere, I explode. Like, in lightning. <laughs> I can imagine the range. Oh, what happened? <laughs> Sorry, Dad. And I'm then afterwards, empty. the screen, like, you know, you start hearing the audio, and then it says, so-and-so cast thunder crash. I'm like, uh, a little late? Like... <laughs> Like the dude already exploded <laughs> on me before there was any they indication of anything. Have a lot of no, they were they were hacking so bad. They do it. This wasn't yeah, just it's bad crazy. Connection. Now my question is for you: Was Xbox. this on Xbox or PC? Yeah. And what? Say, this wasn't just oh you know lag bad connection. No, they were literally teleporting around the map. Like they'd be on one side of the map, then all of a sudden they would disappear and they'd be somewhere else and like right in front of you and like shooting you. You're like, what the fuck is going on? Like <laughs> it, it was, it was one of those, it was the weirdest thing I've ever seen in my life. And it was the most frustrating because I literally could not kill anything because I could not see them. Like it was, they, they were just, and then all of a sudden they'd be in front of you with a shotgun. Like, it's like, okay, right. cool, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah, the only one I saw uh, was uh, was on Chop Stream where it's I guess a similar instance, but with uh, it was it was another hunter and uh, we thought we we we, we thought we, oh we thought we thought this dude had a shotgun and it was a blue auto rifle and he just like two tap chops and like her buddy true story and I'm like did he have a shotgun and it, it was just interesting but no uh the the cheating thing is is uh definitely out of hand it's long overdue to be fixed. I'm gonna have to share that video on your Discord channel. That's fine. <laughs> I'll see if I can find mine. That is yeah, you, can, you can send your clip too, uh, Adam. That, that'd be good. I, I just didn't see it. But it's okay. it is insane. But yeah, no, I mean, so I will say, I don't know. Do we have other things to talk about? Is there a specific, I forget what you have going on? Yeah, so I, I, uh, I had some ideas in terms of like, uh, I just had like different ideas. Uh, on how like we can we can kind of reward the player's time or like how we can take care of Zivu or Wrath. And then I was just gonna talk about real real briefly like my thoughts on PvP so far using stasis, like how I'm enjoying it. <clears throat> but that's it. 
Okay. I'm sorry. I I went I went back to my normal super. I couldn't deal with stasis no more. It's just um, that's well, okay. they nerfed the shit out of a warlock, and so warlock stasis is trash because a few people cried about it. Oh no, warlocks are powerful. You can't have a warlock powerful. Only hunters and titans are allowed warlocks. Oh my powerful. god, warlocks can touch. Dude, got your panties in a bunch. Stasis was powerful for I think seven days before it got nerfed. You know how long they had Striker Titan, Bottom Tree, like overpowered, or the freaking not... uh, Spectral Blades and all these other supers. It was months. Honestly, all I care about, which I don't really care about getting frozen for real, for real. I mean, since we're talking about PvP, I mean, like, I don't really care about getting frozen. I mean, I expected it, I thought it was hilarious. Uh, <laughs> Um, with the warlock, for example, right? Because I know, like, their melee is that you get frozen instantly, like, uh, with with their little staff ability. And I, that happened to me at least like four to five times. And I thought that was hilarious. I didn't know what was going on at first because I'm like, why am I frozen? I didn't see him toss a grenade or anything, and I'm a popsicle. I guess the only thing I think they talked about this in the hotfix is like, you know, I guess the duration of how frozen you are or whatever. No, the um, main thing they nerfed though is the range. That thing has about a two foot range now. Are you talking about like the uh, the staff? Yeah, like, like ice ball. It's not usable because think of this way: the warlock melee is already has a long range, right? It's longer than the titans and the hunters by like I think a meter or so. Um, and then if you throw on Ophidians, which a lot of people do, it's even longer. Well, kind of like a hunter trying to throw a smoke or a knife. If you're too close, it won't actually throw them. It'll just punch them. It's the same concept. If you're too close, it won't actually use the staff and the ice thing. Even if you have it charged up and ready, it'll do a regular melee. And so the range of the warlock melee means that in order to use it, you have to be far away. But then because they nerfed the range so far, when you try to do it far away, the ball just explodes in the air when it reaches its limit. So there's literally about a one or two foot gap between using a regular melee punch versus use before the ball explodes that the window of which that thing actually works so it is actually retarded now on how bad it is like <laughs> it's actually unusable <laughs> but yeah. because you, again you try to do it and you regular <laughs> melee or far away it just you do it and then they just watch it and explode in front of their face like that's cute <laughs> Um, you know what, I, uh, like I said, I, I honestly wish they didn't do anything with that. I wish they would have just left everything alone. Personally, like I said, going to, my... man, if a warlock has anything powerful, they nerf it immediately. Just look at Nova Warp when they did that. Like, it's, they, they hate warlocks. They really do. Because the community, if you look at the community base, how many people play warlock versus hunter and titan? Very small. Hey, you know what I did notice? Uh, the Titan Super, the one that I like to use, the very, first, the very one, first one, um, Fist of Havoc, does not, does not last. Yeah, because the arcs are already it nerfed it at after all. about freaking yeah. four months. It does not last well, I was going to say, I mean, I think it is a little ridiculous. Like, being in being your super mode, like being quote-unquote god mode, I don't like the fact that it lasts super long um, in PvP personally. But for the most part, like, even running with stasis, um, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't really get mad if they reduced the time for like even the Titan Super for Stasis. Um, but what I really enjoy about it the most, like I was having a ton of fun in PvP. I expected to get frozen a whole lot, which 
I didn't, honestly. Like, I got frozen, obviously, but not as much as I anticipated. And I found people even using, like, their other supers. I'm assuming supers that they're probably comfortable with. And... Yeah, that didn't well, like stasis, yeah, I mean, I like me. Stasis. <laughs> uh, well, the only stasis one I like is the Silence and Squall. Uh, but I don't main a hunter, so I don't use it hardly at all. But right now, the only reason I'm using it is because these all these goddamn quests in order to unlock shit is like you must use stasis and things. You need to get like 50 kills, 50 <laughs> I know. kills and enemies. I, like, forcing us. Like, well, well. It's again, like like Wayne said, they give us that illusion of it's your choice, but in reality yeah, it's not. The difference I mean, is my choice is if I want to go kill a bunch of frozen things in Crucible, kill a bunch of frozen things in Strikes, or do it in Gambit. Either way, I've got to kill a shit ton of frozen things with my super. Right, right. You have more <laughs> options to, you know, you're right, the illusion of choice. I get that. But it's uh, not easy. I, like, it's some of those things are stupid where it's like, oh, Yo, you need to get kills with, uh, like, slowed enemies. Like, granted, I made the mistake of doing Crucible. I never, ever will again choose a Crucible for some of these things. Um, because as much as I love Crucible and I like playing it more, it's, it's so much harder when you have a team of either three or six and you have to like slow someone down and try to kill someone. Someone else takes the kill and doesn't count. Mm-hmm. Like it's just taking forever. Yeah. Where I'd rather just load up like a nightfall that's like at a right. level in which it's not matchmaking and go kill things on my own. Like because well, I, I it is insane on how long some of these are taking because I almost get it and then like someone comes in with like one bullet and kills it. I'm like, God damn it. Like <laughs> Well, I, I, I personally like love stasis and crucible period as a Titan personally. And my favorite part is like closing the gap with the uh, shoulder charge that they have that comes with it. And that I initially, be, no, no, not that the slide needs to be nerfed on the Titan. I don't think so. Honestly, you talking about with the aspect. Yeah. Correct. Uh, I, I, well, I disagree with that personally. Uh, I just, I mean, look, they're probably going to nerf it. So cares, put it this but way. I mean, like again, again, I know I'm speaking from a warlock, so it is biased. The, yeah, from a, from a salty place. Yeah, we get it. Uh-huh. Of the freaking well, <laughs> or not well, uh, uh, rift is entirely too long for the fact that it doesn't give you cover. Like, sure, it like starts regening health, but it not quick enough because they nerfed that a while ago. Because again, people cried about it, so that was nerfed a long time ago, and it's been in a shit place. Um, mm-hmm. It takes too long. So even one of my aspects, like again, they nerfed one aspect already. Because people cried about it on the warlock. The other aspect, it freezes. It, it sends out a little freezy wave when I pop a rift. Well, guess what? How often are you popping rifts in Crucible? Not very often. And if you are, it's usually not close to enemies. Because if you're doing it close to enemies, you're gonna die. Like right. So it, it's essentially useless in Crucible. Except maybe if you happen to do it like around a corner, if you like know they're like chasing you, you maybe you can get lucky and it like freezes them right as they come around the corner before they shotgun you. Um, But like, it's just one of those, it's, I don't know. I look at, I I look at the aspects for like the Titan or the Titan and the Hunter and they just seem much more applicable and useful than, you know, like, Oh, I pop a rift and this freezes enemies. Again, most of the time you pop a rift when you are behind cover where there aren't enemies around you, even in PVE, you're not just going to go out in the middle of a fucking mob of enemies and pop a rift. Like you're going to do it like behind a rock or behind a wall. And like, as you're about to die, like pop it to like heal. 
I understand. I actually understand where you're coming from. Uh, I do agree that the Warlock Rift is barely used in PvP. It's only it's not that a, it's, it's not that ideal or practical to use uh, during encounters, right? You, when people pop a rift, they pop it in cover so they can heal. That is the point. But I agree. I think and you better should, do it at a distance uh, because they can see the like aura of a rift. So the second you do that, people are charging at you with a shotgun. Right. And well, like, and I was gonna say, I mean, like, regardless if people can see it or not, I feel like that it should be increased. Like the the speed of these animations, just in general, especially with the rift, should be increased in PvP. You know what I mean? So you can make room for more tactical play. Um, but you know what I was expecting for what? this rift for stasis? Um, I don't know, some kind of like icicle shooting at well, enemies th- or something. Yeah, the arc, kind of like arc, buddy. Soul. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like well, something similar like to that, but nope. I'm going to experiment with certain the things. The stasis uh, is trash but... on a warlock. I, I really, well, I, I'm so already I'll, sick and tired of it. Well, I'll, I'll see, I'll see for myself because I mean, like I said, we coming in, like you guys play PvP and everything before I did, and you guys had your, you know, perspective on stasis based off your class and whatever. We trust me, I know. <laughs> um, and then when I tried it, it was just a different experience for me. And like I played it in Gambit, I played it in PvP, and of course in PVE. Yeah, but I think it's because you're not as passionate I, I, and I, as competitive I, 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 as we are, and you don't no, get no, as I, salty as we do. No, no, I, I'm, a, I'm actually a very competitive player and very passionate about it. It's just that my perspective is just a little bit different in terms of how I process it. So, like, I mean, like, when I get frozen, whatever, of course, it could be irritating, but, like, not really, because I'm expecting to get frozen. So that that's okay to me. Like, I, I don't want them to nerf the warlocks to the ground just because people are complaining that Too you know, people get frozen instantly. Well, right, I understand. Right, well, tough. You know what I mean? Like, oh well. Like, <laughs> I expect. Like, this is this. Nah, Maybe you need like to change class. <laughs> well, here's here's the thing. I'm 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 gonna use all three. <laughs> now, I'm I'm obviously gonna play all three classes. I got like and and like I, I, I use like them all three. So like I understand. I I don't like them like, all. I use I, them all. I don't like them all. Well, okay. So in terms of. St- Gotta catch them all. The stasis for for the Titan, like I said, I really enjoy it mainly. Uh, Like in PvP, for example, when I use the shoulder charge, uh, the the stasis shoulder charge in PvP, I actually notice how much distance I cover with that thing. I'm not saying it doesn't change. Yeah. Yeah, he loves that it, it doesn't change. He loves that distance. Distance. Is the aim assist is very low on that thing. Like you actually have to hit someone I, on that. Like it's and I'm and I'm okay with track. that. And and I'm okay with that. Like I prefer it as I, I personally because at first I had an issue with it initially. I, I brought it up. I said, "Hey, um, the auto the aim assist isn't really there, and even the the uh, the 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 charge." attack actually goes away regardless if you hit your target or not mm-hmm. and when i thought about it i think this is actually intentional i don't think this is something that you just miss because maybe you do but i think regardless if it's intentional or not leave it as it is because what makes it different with for example you cover a lot more distance and you can activate it on demand like you don't need to run you can just activate it by standing still and you just do it uh, I, I know this because i fell i've fallen off the of maps plenty of times <laughs> just ax accidentally doing it. Like, oh, okay so yeah right it just i just went out. i'm like oh snap so i personally enjoy it um i, I and I, I went back to my other subclass like for example the uh the, the solar one and using the shoulder charge i ain't really liking it that much anymore mm-hmm. you know what i mean so i actually like the stasis a lot um especially in pvp and now i thought initially 
using the slam for the, the stasis slam wasn't really practical um, by itself. And like the reach was kind of eh. But using the shoulder, because you're able to shoulder charge while you're, in, while you're in your super using stasis, my gosh, it is so helpful using that thing. And freezing them, I freaking love it. I, I, I love it. I didn't think it was going to be practical. You realize that's how that use- super and the Warlock super is meant to be. Like, same thing with, uh, like, so the Warlock, when you use it, actually, so there's two. There's a, you freeze them and then you can shatter them. But if you try to do the yes. shatter without freezing them first, it doesn't do, like, anything. And I, I know, I know, no, I I know that. That's what I'm saying. So I'm excited to use the Warlock for that. Like, I've seen, like, gameplay of it, and I've also seen, like, you know, uh, someone, like, with me in a strike try to use it. I mean, he was just trying to shatter, but they weren't even frozen. I'm like, uh, are you going to freeze them first? <laughs> um, but no, no, I mean, regardless of, uh, that's, what I'm, but my, that's my point. I actually really enjoy it in PvP and PvE. Like, I really love Stasis, so I'm excited to try it out in, uh, on my Warlock, because that's my next one. But uh, I'm really enjoying PvP like as a whole it's, i think it's really fun um i think my next thing oh, so i want to talk about my ideas real quick did you guys want to say anything about pvp before i talk about my ideas real quick like incentives and stuff like that Stasis sucks uh guess okay. what trials was canceled again because it's glitched again fabulous fabulous can we get anything right Bungie? seriously <laughs> it literally <laughs> i guess because it came you know i don't know what the reason why they didn't have the first two weeks active maybe it was on purpose maybe it wasn't anything wrong with it maybe they just wanted to give time you know because they had the raid coming out and they wanted people to get up to the certain light level to give people a better chance because i think it was a minimum twelve ten or twelve twenty to get in or something i don't know whatever it was they, they i don't know if it was a purpose thing or not but it, it was not here for the first two weeks and it was Jesus, yesterday <laughs> It I'm actually, throwing at you. Get it right. <laughs> but it, it, it did come back yesterday, and I guess I was talking to my friends, and it was pulled within like a couple hours, or like if not even like quicker than that, because there was a glitch with like the the Titan um, using the glacier, whatever that the 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 slide. And I get no, no, just like that super, and they were like able to like yeah. go invisible or something. Mm, okay. So there's so there like invisible titans running around. <laughs> so they're like, nope. Dang. <laughs> Dang, bro. Dang it. Why didn't I get to play it? <laughs> so, so it's like, it's just one of those. It's like, like, again, like, come on, man. It's people have been, you know, like chomping at the bit to get back into trials because it's been gone for the last two weeks. Then it comes back and it's immediately pulled because you guys fucked it up. Like, this is not like, you know, a good showing again i get it you know it, we have been doing most of the stuff virtually because of you know covid and everything but man, no i think i think we need to have activision before. back into the picture no. I think, seriously just Absolutely. come back <laughs> i hate not, and i am so glad they're gone i disagree i agree with adam on this one but activism but they do need to, to figure something out because <laughs> it is a problem um again they were, i mean they had these issues with activision too I mean, trial yeah. laser tag trials was with Activision, and like all these other yeah. like things. So I mean, they've had it's. These are not only because they got rid of uh, Activision, but it does seem like they maybe have a little bit more right now. And again, maybe because they've been virtually and it's COVID, whatever the reason may be, they need to figure something out because it's it <laughs> is. Uh, I think a lot of players are losing faith real quick, and they're gonna- yeah. Um, I'm, 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 I'm fixing to be one of those where I'm gonna tap out and go to another game. Seriously, like I'm that, like upset problem, with it. Like I'm, so- I'm never gonna play Call of Duty again. That's just trash. 
Like, absolutely. I play plenty of Warzone and uh, Cyberpunk's coming out pretty soon. Like, and that is not that even far from now. But that's not a it's already coming out. type of game, is it? I thought Cyberpunk was more of a story based game. It doesn't matter. Like, you can still play it, you know? Oh, I mean, I have other There's, games. I mean, Star Wars Squadrons is really fun to me. And there I need you to go. get back into that. And actually, they have a, I think, in a week or two. I got out. Apex to fall back on. It's still a first person shooter. Uh, I don't play Apex <laughs> either. Well, I, I thought, well, I was going to say, speaking of the trials thing, so if, if they're having all these issues, I personally think, like I said, I'm going to play trials. I don't mind it. Like, I'm just not going to, I'm not going to mind playing trials at all. So I'm actually, I decided that I'm going to get back into it. Um, like I said, I still don't really care for the light level entrance thing, or I, I don't really understand Why? That. Like, why? It's just dumb. Well, yeah, I, I just don't really. Maybe they did talk about it before why they introduced, like, the light level to competitive games, but I'm like, I just want, what if I don't have time to do X, Y, or Z? And I just want to kind of hop into trials and because PVP is my bread. Uh, PVP. What'd you say? No, I was going to say that's, that's, that's the situation that I'm in right now. I don't got time. I don't got time to rest my light level. So right now, if let's say trials was up and I wanted to go play, guess what? They're going to make me caca. Like they're um, really low light level. Okay. And they're going to be high light level because these kids got nothing but time to game and grind that I don't because I work. So that's really crappy. It, you know, I wish they would uh, take off the light level yeah. thing. And again, and we've had this conversation yeah. before. If you want a competitive game mode, you should even the playing field, not make it where light matters. Like it should be light doesn't matter. It's all about whether or not you're good at the game. Bro, I was going to say, man, honestly, in Destiny, I've said this before, there's no such thing as competitive in Destiny, like real competitive. Like, I understand I'm a competitive person, but in order for it to be quote unquote competitive, there needs to be even ground. And that that requires more than just having light level disabled. OK, because we have abilities in here. We have different guns that do this. We have different classes that do well, that's this. one so, of the reasons why if, if, for the longest time Halo dominated MLG, because in Halo, well, at least Halo three, like. It, everyone's on the same playing field you know it, there's no there you know everything that you did was all in game it wasn't hey i like got, unlocked this armor that could do better stuff or i had better rng than you so my armor stats are better no it was literally everyone started out with the same guns in halo 3 anyone had access right. to pick up the guns on the on the map <coughs> and right. there was no like again, it was it was purely skill. Everyone had the exact same controls, you know, like exact same abilities, or it wasn't you know different classes or different things. It was, you know, were right. you better than me or not? Well, so not that not that I'm thinking about it now. I was just gonna say like because I kind of want to transition to my ideas real quick. But I mean, like when it comes to trials uh, or I guess any kind of competitive thing, um, I mean the most, in my opinion, I mean what you can do. I guess you could say just take away the exotics and every, you could use whatever weapon you want, whatever. Let's just, as an example, whatever. Um, I noticed a lot of variables, but maybe take away the exotics and maybe you can't use your super, I don't know, too many times in a match. I don't know, maybe. Um, but I guess, you know, my point is we want to make sure that we're, we're rewarded and it also makes sense. But like when it comes to destiny, like PVP, it's just, there's too many variables to make it quote unquote even. And I think that's why my perspective on just the game like PVP. And that's why I'm just having fun because I know that there's going to be a lot of issues with the game or I know that, you know, things are kind of ridiculous, you know, uh, with the stasis or whatever, or like different supers or guns or abilities. I expect it. So I'm just leaning in and kind of embracing that. Now I don't, 
personally, like I said, I'm still going to stand on it. I don't really care for the light level thing in PvP. Like that, I, I don't know why they decided to do that. Maybe they just thought it was a good idea to give it the feel of like, oh, competitiveness, you need to be a light level. Like, not re- this is not that kind of game, Bungie. Like, I be your own it game. It was because yeah. they were to try to deter uh, hackers. Yeah, because. You know, you couldn't just and honestly, I don't know exactly the things Chad was talking about before. How if you like a brand new account, how you'd be able to be high enough light if you just made an account? Um, because there is a minimum light to get in. And so I guess to me, again, I think we talked about it before. Well, my solution would be light is disabled, but there's a minimum light to get in and not make it high. Don't make it twelve fifty, but say twelve hundred. Twelve hundred is not that difficult to get to. Um right now like say 1200 lights so that way you know you, you played the game a little bit you're, you're able to level up a little bit and but once you're in everything is the same it's you know it, there is no um benefit from being 1200 versus being 1260 like it's all the same so long as you're like in i think that would be a good way of doing it to try to deter people because then you can't just make an account you know today or like new light or whatever and hop into trials because you know you're just not gonna be able to you're gonna start out at 1050 and you're gonna have to at least play through the campaign so you're gonna have to at least spend a couple hours and maybe you know hackers are willing to do that maybe not i don't know but i've imagined it would at least deter some people of i don't feel like playing through the entire campaign again just so i can cheat in trials (laughs) right uh i mean look hey that's and i was gonna say honestly if you think about it i mean there's there's an but there's like also an incentive to cheat in trials nowadays because people are, it's a paid service now. And uh, regardless if you cheat or not, but if you do want to cheat and you want to get quote unquote guaranteed victories, playing through the campaign, doing some extra PVE grinding. This, this is just, this is just a stumbling block or an obstacle that I could just boop, boop. That's cool. Well, and, uh, you know what I mean? Saying? I so, would never do an account recovery just because I'm too nervous anyways. And I want to earn it myself, but I am curious of like, what happens if the account recovery dude is like a hacker or like cheats or whatever, and they get your account banned. Like, and that, and that's what I'm saying. That's the risk you take. And like I said, sometimes people, sometimes people are, they're you know, sometimes people are doing it for free. Sometimes people are just being nice, or sometimes people just want to do like. I, there's just there's, there's uh, different perspectives on it. Some people don't like it. Some people don't really mind it. Some I don't people like think it. it's harmless. Whatever. I what happens to old fashioned carries? Jesus. Well, I mean, that's that's the thing. Well, I mean, well, that's the thing. Sometimes, like, and I, and I agree with you, Chops. I think it's nice that, and I don't even really like calling them carries. Like, I want people to experience, like, I want people to feel like they've earned it, I guess you could say. But even at the same time, you know what? Like, I guess that's more um, uh, admirable, you know, than having someone take your account for you and playing it for you. You know what I mean? Um, regardless of the case, I mean, like, I think there's, I, I'm actually trying to write things down, like, down the road and, like, like I said, I'm a creative Reddit account, and I heard I believe. Yeah, I mean, uh, I have the idea the, if they uh, can actually detect account recoveries because aren't they technically illegal? Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't know, man. Like to get into someone's account, but I, I don't. I really don't know. I don't think they are. But I mean, like I think as long as you're not, I don't know, man. I just. But like, there's a lot of ideas that I. I I want to implement to, I guess, reward the player's time and make things fun. Hacking is illegal, um, and we still have hackers on PC anyway. So I don't think it really matters because there's always going to be hackers and cheaters. Well, okay, so let's get off the P- 
PVP side of things. Uh, I what I wrote down in my notes was regarding like different ideas in terms of how to handle uh, Zebu or Wrath, like how that's going to come about. And if you guys don't know who Zebu or Wrath is, she's basically Oryx's sister, one of the originators of the Hive. Okay. Um, and she's like the knight of war or whatever, a hive god, hive knight god of war or whatever. And then also, Sabathun, the, of- the other one was a Zebu Rath and Sabathun? Correct. Zebu Rath and Sabathun. Sabathun is like the cunning sister, the one that's like the witch queen or whatever. Um, and but uh, I also want to talk about how we're gonna handle that, like how you know the build up to that and how we're gonna fight, you know, Zebu Rath since we're on the season of the hunt. Do we know when um, is she coming like soon? Zevo Wrath or season of or the Zevo Wrath or whatever. The, she, I believe, I don't, I don't know. I believe she's gonna be coming this so, season. So that's bullshit. Uh, okay. We Why? have been getting hints of Sabathun coming for like years now, and we still don't have her. And the first time we hear about Zevo Wrath coming, she's gonna be here like immediately. Come on. Well, here, here's no. So here, here's, 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 here's what here's what I want to do. Here's here's my here's my idea, okay, for Zebu Wrath, okay. So uh, maybe she has a bigger part to play, and we can we'll deal with that down the line or whatever. Um, but if Zebu Wrath decides to show up right during the season, okay, I'm not saying she is, but if she did, I figure how we can handle it. If we handle it correctly, we can actually appreciate finding her. So here's my here's here's what I wrote down, okay. So uh, regarding the Zebu Wrath, Zebu Wrath. I, I, I don't. My only concern is that we don't fight Zebu Wrath solely as a strike boss. Now we dealt with this with Zol the Worm God, and I think that's kind of hilarious because it's it's Zol the Worm God. His title has God in it, and we beat him in a strike. So he's in a mission, I, and then he became a strike. I'm, okay, correct. <laughs> but regardless of the case. How we came about, regardless if he's a strike or a mission, how we came about of fighting him, it just was very, it wasn't very satisfying. So my idea, okay, because I always thought that, oh, well, if, if you make him a raid boss, then we'll appreciate it more. No, not likely. In my opinion, I don't think that really matters. Just because you put him in endgame activity, that doesn't make the fight more grandiose, in my opinion. So what I see Not D2. Is that- D2 raid bosses have been very underwhelming. Uh, well, raid bosses is fucking awesome. Well, so here's my suggestion for Zevo Wrath. So I think that we can we should complete multiple stories. I would say, for example, make it three missions. Okay, three missions, fighting and chasing down Zevo Wrath as she barely escapes. Kind of like how the Tanix strike boss was in Destiny One, where we would chase him down, damage him, chase or him down, da- better, and then um, or Skolas as well. Remember, the, the whole DLC for that was hunting down the wolves and trying to get Skolas, and we were finally able to capture him. Right. No, I, and I agree. I think that's very nice. The, the chasing mechanic works. It's an, it's, an, it's engaging. It's it's nice. Um, I, I enjoyed it, you know, and then the buildup was nice. So we complete him in multiple stories, chasing and fighting him down, you know, kind of like those enemies back in Destiny 1, right? Now, the thing is, at the end of the mission, um, he introduces a exploit mechanic to, you know, Bungie in, in, introduces an, an exploit mechanic to help defeat him or, or to damage him, at least, to make him weak and or her weak. And just as we're about to kill her, she disappears, like with one HP. 
in, in our minds, or at least how I would think, I'm thinking I did something wrong or there must be some kind of bug. But she's literally one HP and she just disappears. And you're like, what the heck just happened? And then the mission ends. Then there's a little bit of a breadcrumb trail that we have to follow for the next mission, kind of like how, uh, you know, to find her where she went to next. And then we track her there. In this new mission, the second one, we she introduces another mechanic to, to exploit her weakness. And then she disappears again. And we're like, what is happening? So we're already invested in chasing this chick down. And we're introducing, and it's a new mechanic that, uh, you know, I said it's a new mechanic, so we're engaging her differently. We're, you know, because going in a second time, we're expecting the same mechanic. Now, we do a third mission. We're definitely expecting one of the two mechanics to happen again. And then a brand new mechanic gets introduced again to exploit another weakness. And guess what? She disappears again. We're like, what is going on here? Okay. We get more lore. We get more story. Now, we fight her in a strike. Now, this is the strike where uh, she throws all her lieutenants at us. And these, even these lieutenants themselves, they have mechanics within them. But they're not, they're not too, too hard, but they're, they're a worthy adversary. You know, something to make us stop and actually fight. We have to fight them. And they're not like a, a pushover, per se. But she, she throws her lieutenants at us. And then when we finally get to her, she, uh, all the mechanics we fought to exploit her weakness are now implemented into the final stand. Now, remember what we taught, and then we actually can kill her. Now, the re- now when it comes to the reward, I suggest we take the Monster Hunter route or the, uh, um, what's the other game? Uh, Remnant from the Ashes route, where if you kill an enemy, you can actually get their weapon or maybe a piece of their armor and have that kind of, you know, regardless if it's a mod form or not, but it'd be nice to get like a, the, a specific weapon and it's their weapon or their armor piece. And we're able to activate uh, an ability based off of, you know, uh, their ability, like the boss fighting them. Now, um, that could be the carrot at the end of the stick. Okay. And I feel that, you know what? We're investing in this. We're, we're going through this. She was a worthy adversary. We're going through it. We're introducing new mechanics. Um, they're different every time. We're getting good story. And then at the end, we felt that we've earned it because it wasn't like she wasn't a pushover. And, and on top of it too, we can also introduce like the mechanics that, you know, that are introduced down the line. I think that'd be cool. Cause last time we talked about strikes and how back in destiny one, those strikes were fun at the boss, for example, because enemies kept coming. We were preoccupied with a lot of enemies and the boss would never go away, but we couldn't just kill the boss because there were so many enemies. We could have, we can of course still have that element in the Zvio Roth strike, don't get it twisted. But the, with, with these new um, uh, 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 mechanics in place, she doesn't just go immune for no reason. No, no, she's not even going to go immune at all. Immune at all, actually. If any, and, and if she does go immune, how about we we do a mechanic to not only do damage again, but actually increase the damage. You know what I mean? So we can we can feel rewarded within like within that strike, executing the mechanic, not throwing a mechanic just because we want we want to save time like we don't i don't want to i don't want a mechanic implemented under false pretenses i hate that i, I want to be able to actually so if a mechanic pops up and, and and you know we're like incentivized to do it not necessarily have to do it because we can still do we can damage her but the damage is boo-boo you know what i mean it's not like totally crap crap but like it's it's not great you know what i mean it's reduced because she just has like more de- more de- more defense points or something but we can still hurt her but it's not as great but the 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 mechanic of you know the the incentive of doing the mechanic not only takes her defenses down to normal again, but we also get a damage boost or maybe get her maybe get her supers like immediately 
and we're able to like trash it for like like five seconds like if like for example like we could either just get our supers immediately from activating the mechanic or we can just get like a dps boost for like five maybe seven seconds you know what i mean um so stuff like that i want to make sure that the not only that no not only not only she, I, I feel like she's a worthy adversary but i feel this is how we can make her give her that title you know what i mean uh what do you think about that uh, Adam, like, I, like I really thought about this, and I'm like, you know what? Because I, I, and, and initially, I was like, you know, we, they need to be a raid boss like Oryx. No, we think about it, Oryx. We drugged that sucker out. He was in the campaign the entire time. He's the campaign boss. We fought his 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 Echo version of him, and then when we we fought him in the raid, it was beautiful. Like we earned that, and it felt so good. And that was and we my, got a weapon out of it. That was one of my favorite raids. Would mm-hmm. me too? The King's Fall raid. Yeah, yeah, for, yeah. The, for, those, for those of you listeners. For those of you listening that's never heard of King's Fall Raid and Destiny 1, I would suggest that, I don't know, it's, it's amazing. It's an amazing raid. But, Adam, what do you think uh, about that idea in terms of Zevo Wrath and how we go about that? Um, like, what did you think about my idea? So, yes and no. Uh, I think maybe okay. I do like the, I guess, like the chase type mechanic. Because, again, I do think it worked with Skolas. And I do think it worked with, like, um, Oryx. And I like okay. the weapon. Again, like, so great exotics currently that we get, like, you know, the whether it was Anarchy or Teraba or whatever they were, sure, I guess they're, they're themed around the boss that we defeat. You know, Anarchy is definitely a fallen weapon. You know, a Thousand Voices, you know, is like the, you know, that. But kind of like what you were saying, it's... I do think there's I like the way it was with uh, Oryx because you get the like um, you, so you, you initially beat him in the campaign you get the little mm-hmm. whatever the hilt of his sword the little crystal in his sword um, to like to start building the swords, your own swords, which was cool. Granted, I do think the way they kind of went about it was like the way you had to grind some of those like hadium flakes or whatever the fuck those things were. That was annoying. So they can, you know, maybe eliminate some of that. But it was cool and that you could get those. And then it was also then the, and I don't remember exactly what initiated it. Maybe it was actually beating Oryx the first time you got something from him, but then you had to go back through the raid to uh and like beat each like encounter again to like finish off the weapon or whatever i don't remember exactly how the touch of malice was completed but i think you had to go like beat it initially to get the whatever the the like heart or whatever it was yeah Uh oh bye um and then you had to go back through it with that to like charge it or whatever to like you know and so that was cool because it was and the weapon helped specifically with the raid granted it was fun other times too Uh, i know you loved in pvp um you're probably like one out of like a million people that liked it in pvp but either way (laughs) um (laughs) right but it was one of those where it was uh it wasn't just rng I'm really now. Granted, I got lucky this time in my third run. I got as of tomorrow, but like it's just one of those like RNG. I think for these weapons is stupid, and especially because they don't. 
necessarily help with the raid. I, I, I don't know, but I have a problem with some of that stuff where I liked D1, where the weapons and the armor had specific perks that helped with the raid. Um, I have a question. Can I have a question? Can I have a question? Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't know if you're going off on a tangent or not. I'm not, you know, I'm listening to you. Um, and I agree with you. Um, but what about my idea that you didn't like or agree with? Because I think you said you just... So I do think it's a little too much, like in terms of some of the, and again, I, it's, I would have to see it in practice. Um, I do like the kind of like chasing mechanic. Um, but I guess my, I guess, uh, would it be, what's too much? Well, I, I guess, would you, would it all be released at once or would it be like each week is a different mission? No, it'd be, it'd be like over, like over time. It's not like, so once. that's what it's I an have an issue with right there. I absolutely okay. hate that, that they have done with D2 where, oh, you do all this fun stuff, but guess what? Now you're locked out and you can't do anything new until next week where you come back in and do this one mission and then you can't do anything again until the next week. And okay. So for people who have, I, I mean, not trying to be a dick, but for people who don't have time, like we care was saying, like where, you know, people who aren't necessarily making money off of streaming and this isn't their whole life or they're, you know, they have jobs. I don't have necessarily time to come back every single week to make sure that I catch the story. Like I'm going to come back on, but I want to complete the story all at once and for that season or whatever. And then Mm -hmm. I can come back as my schedule allows. And I don't feel like I have to come back in order to actually finish off the story that I paid for. Right. I I agree. That's a problem to me because again, I have a daughter, I have, you know, other stuff going on. I don't want to be like, Oh, I have to get on, you know, on Tuesday or this week because the next story mission came out. And I need to play it. It's like, no, I want to get it done as soon as I can. I, you know, um, and then, and then play again, play as my schedule allows. And so if I want to come back on and do PDP again, that's the only reason I'm grinding so hard in the beginning to get all this stuff done. I hate doing this right now. It is absolutely not fun, but I know that if I don't do it now, I'm never, ever going to unlock all the stuff in my characters because I'm not going to have time to do it later. Because if I only have time right. to hop on for an hour during the day, that's not enough time to really do any of these other quests. Like maybe you can you know, finish part of it. But some of these are really tedious. And so I just want to get them, again, all knocked out. So that way if I only have an hour to hop on today, I can hop on and play some PvP or some strikes or whatever. But I don't have to feel like ah, I need to hop on so right. I can finish this other fragment or this aspect or get the new story mission. And then... I do that and then I have to get off and I'm like, I don't even have fun playing this because all I was doing was grinding to get stuff because I haven't unlocked all the like stuff yet. Hold on. Give me one second. I just realized job. It's I said, it's it like earlier. I, said oh, bye. <laughs> I thought you were talking to your daughter or something. Oh, no. <laughs> Cause you know, I heard the little bring, and then I looked and job yeah. was gone. Okay. So, uh, well, we're about to end the podcast anyway. I did send her invitation back real quick, but uh, no, I agree with you. Like now that I think about it, no, that, that'll be it right there. So yes, I do like do the everything. chase mechanic, but I want it to be released all at once. Again, like House of Wolves was. You yeah. could play through every single mission and complete that House of Wolves like DLC yeah. as soon as it dropped. 
Now I know some people complained about it and they're like, oh, so I was able to complete everything on day one and now there's nothing new. It's like, nah, yeah, I agree. I agree with you. No, 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 no. I, I agree with you. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't, uh, I think have everything drop at once because you know, like I, I think it's still in my opinion, uh, like the idea I had, I think that's still like a great idea, right? Uh, she's a, it makes her a worthy adversary. We feel like we've earned it. We've actually are invested with this. We're like learning new things, and the carrot at the end of the stick is good and worth it because you know the we're really getting a, we're getting a weapon, and we can get armor pieces maybe like from her that you know specific to her, and we can you know I don't know. I just think it's really nice, and also I feel like it does her justice because you know how we kind of hyped up these these people. You know, even if we don't even have to even hype up, you know, like the originators of the hive because they're the originators of the hive, right? But like if you listen to lore or listen to Bife, right? You know, like you get excited about that. So how we killed Oryx, like, okay, well, how are we gonna kill Zebrath and how is the uh Zabathun thing gonna dish out? You feel what I'm saying? No, no, I, I, agree I, I enjoy that. And again, that's why I was really actually I don't know. I was kind of disappointed that Tanix was the raiding boss only because it seemed like it came out of left field. And I'm like, but it wasn't like a good surprise. Like, Oh shit. Tanix. I'm like, right. Like, well, wait a minute. We haven't like even mentioned Tanix since I guess there was a nightmare of Tanix in the moon part, but even that wasn't like real. Like it was, again, it was, like, it was oh, a yeah. nightmare thing. It wasn't like, he wasn't like alive, alive. So like, the last time yeah, he even... was alive was in D1. Like, why do I care about him? Yeah, no, I was I was confused about as well. And like I said, I think at the end of the day, when it comes to these grandiose adversaries, we want to make sure that we give them the appropriate entrance. I almost sure wish we were- the initial rumors were true, where it was Clovis Bray. We go down there, we find out that Clovis Bray, you know, again, obviously we find out he is alive in the form of a giant AI head, like Exo head. Um, yeah. But I kind of wish that he was the boss. Like he was down there we, and then we happened to like wake him up or something. Like we activated him by mistake. And he's like yeah. awake and he's like, like, what the fuck? Like, who the hell are you guys? Like, where did you come from? Like, why are you in my vault? Like intruders type of thing and just try to kill us. You know, do you remember? So real quick, because uh, I know we're running short on time. We're like well over an hour. But do you remember? Uh, do you, are you a fan of X-Men? Like our Wolverine series? Uh, I mean, I know like them. I mean, in terms of comics, no. I mean, I know all the movies and everything. Okay, so there was a movie, uh, I think it's called uh, Wolverine Origins or something like that, where uh, Wolverine goes to Japan. And uh, No, that's just the Wolverine. Oh, well, well, whatever. But you you know what movie I'm talking about, correct? Where uh, the... uh, Yeah. uh, So basically, at the end, the the dude uh, dude that Wolverine saved, you know, wanted to, uh, 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 you know, take... Logan's ability of healing and, and I guess you could say immortality for himself because you know he just wanted to live forever and basically we found out at the end spoiler alert that the old man really didn't die he was actually in like a mech suit and you know he was you know he was able to actually really take out he, he would he would have killed Wolverine he was about to kill him but uh yeah, so I, like something like that, Adam. Like you know what I mean? Uh, we were hearing about Glovis Bray. We've heard about him before. Um, I think maybe the we could have we could have you know build it up a little bit more. But like you said, having him in the raid would make a lot more sense. And I, I'm not, and I'm thinking in that form, right? He could be like in a mech suit, or he could just be like a giant EXO with different abilities. And that's fine. You know what I mean? Um, but Tenix, I don't, I don't like I said, I don't read the. It just seemed really like, again. It was a fun raid. I'm not saying it wasn't fun, but it just. 
in terms of story like line, I'm just like, where did this even come from? Like, why did we just now start exploring Europa if there's been this giant space station hovering above it like this whole time? Like, did we not notice yeah. it before? Like, <laughs> right, yeah, and like, and all I these things, and like, you know, wondering, you know, especially when we started talking about Rasputin and like, you know, Clovis Bray and like all this, like it was Anna and stuff back in the you know earlier parts of B2 on Mars. Like, you don't think we would have started like there would have been other clues to other Braytech facilities and like, you know, wondering like what the hell is going on. I don't know. It just seems really weird on how they've been progressing some of this stuff. And, and again, Tanix is just one of those, like, where it's just like, what? Yeah. Yeah. And that's, well, that's why I want to, you know, get these ideas out on Reddit and actually like have conversations with people and get the developers attention, you know, but, uh, and this is one more idea I had, this is like kind of underwhelming based off of what we were just talking about <laughs> but this is like for, for like patrol beacons and like bounties as of late one thing i do have a gripe with with destiny with beyond Bounty light simulator? so far i don't well i don't know here's the thing i don't even care i like the fact that we can do as many bounties as we want as long as we complete an x amount and then we can just keep getting the you know the randomized ones which okay i'm okay with that's fine i'm i'm okay with that um the one thing I have a gripe with really is, for example, with patrols, for example, right? Some of these quests uh, require you to do patrols. Now, I know the patrols themselves aren't actually difficult difficult to complete. They're not at all. It's just that they're unnecessarily tedious, okay? And for a patrol beacon, we're expecting something simple, sweet, and quick. Just be, and, and like I said, they're not necessarily hard to do, but I've noticed like the patrols... If I wanted to just kill some enemies, what happened back? In, what happened back then? Oh yeah, like the we, little, we, now we you have to like kill them using a specific thing or whatever. Like yeah, like right precision kills or energy. Kill. I'm like, why am I doing this? Like it that really ticked me off. But but I said, how about this? If you're gonna implement that, I always said this, Adam. Let us choose the difficulty. Let us apply the mod the uh, the modification ourselves. Like meaning, let us apply this difficult mod ourselves. So that we can benefit from it as well. Not only not only make it harder for ourselves, like let us not only choose that, but let there be a little bit of a carrot on the end of the stick to kind of, you know, make it make sense for us to even do it. Right. So if we wanted to do patrols and like amp up the difficulty or just say, hey, you know what, make patrols in in, in our in our in our in our, in our personal server, I guess, it, like for us, make them more specific <laughs> so that if we complete them and it's been. Wow, that was really loud. Your door needs to uh, Yeah, it's a rental. Uh, I'm not doing <laughs> shit. <laughs> um, but if uh, if we wanted to make the patrol beacons more specific, well, how about this? If, if we complete it, uh, we'll get like an XP boost for an hour. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Like, to complete X amount of patrol beacons specifically doing this, okay, boom, you get an XP boost for like an hour. You know what I mean? I think that's really nice, like a multiplier. Now, for the bounties... For specific bounties, because at the end of the day, Adam, I mean, I don't know about you. I just want to kill stuff, and that's it. Like, when it, when it comes to bounties and be, patrol beacons, I just want to kill stuff or kill things with specific Again, weapons. Again, why do you think I've been saying I, I literally want to get this all this leveling and stuff out of the way so I never have to do another bounty this season? <laughs> like, no, and I understand that. That is my only no, no, no. incentive well, I understand doing that. stuff right now so that I can just be done with it and never have to do it again. 
and I'm with you on that. Like, I actually ran into a bounty where it told me to go into a lost sector and kill things with an auto rifle, <laughs> but kill multiple people, like, in, in groups with an auto rifle. I'm like, what? what? Why? Like, I don't... How about I just kill stuff in a lost sector? How about that? So, like, my, my, my point is, I figure, you know what? If we want to add specifics to the bounties as well, the reward could be what? It could be, like, uh, ornaments, you know, weapon or armor ornaments, right? Nothing like game breaking or anything like that, but like just something like the we feel that we can reward our time with. Like, you know, I feel personally, I think that'd be great if we get like ornaments for that. I don't think this will ever happen because you know, you know, this Bungie they want to make some money on the side with Tess Eververse, so it could be purely cosmetic stuff that they can just sell. But I figure maybe make some stuff exclusive for bounties that we can get. And like advertising, like, hey, you can get this here if you want to do this. I don't know, like stuff like that. I want to make sure that we are rewarded for our time and we're not just doing things just because you want us to do things. You know what I mean? Don't make things difficult. I said this before. Don't make things difficult and tedious just because there needs there needs to be a reason for this. There needs to be a reason why you're having it having us do it this way, because if, if not, it's just irritating and we just don't want to do it because why? no matter even if we have to do it, we don't want to do it. You know what I mean? It's just like, okay, well, that's why sometimes people just walk away and they just play PvP. I've never done the, I've never done, I, I did, I, it's like people be like, well, I did the campaign, I got my stasis, I'm done. Did you do anything else? No, not really. I don't really care. I don't want to have to do these steps for this. What if people never really want to use stasis that much? Okay, well, f- forget stasis. I'll just keep using my old super and play PvP and have fun in that. There's nothing wrong with that. But my point is, it's like, eh, I don't like, because I, I like PvP a lot. But I'm like, well, I want to play PV- PVE as well. But I'm like, I don't feel like necessarily doing this. Like, you know, mm-hmm. you get you get my point. We're, we're well over our time here. Um, uh, so I figured we could just end it right That's here. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, this is this is good. This is a great episode. I really enjoyed this one. So, um, Adam, first mm-hmm. of all, thank, thank you for coming on. I really appreciate that a lot. Absolutely. Um, everyone else, uh, well, I would say goodbye to Chavs, but she just kind of disappeared. <laughs> um, but for the listeners, I thank you guys so much for tuning in to the Last Hope Radio episode this week. Um, hopefully you guys stuck around for the conversation and hopefully a lot of things made sense for you. Um, and hopefully you tune in until next week. Uh, until, until, uh, that was like a strange transition. But until next time, we'll see you guys 